Welcome to the Southbridge Church Podcast, where our mission is leading people to find and follow Jesus. We're thrilled that you are here, and it's our hope that this message will lead you to find and follow Jesus. Jesus deserves all the glory and the honor. I want you to give Jesus a hand of applause and a shout of praise in this place. Come on, give him your best praise. There you go, there you go. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. That's it. He's worthy of praise, worthy of honor and glory. And we're just here to do His will. And um, whatever He wants us to do today, once, whatever He wants me to do today, I'm going to do it. And uh, whether it goes short or long, <clears throat> like I said, if He moves, we stay in, and, and bathe in His glory. Uh, if he did, if he doesn't move, we go eat some good food afterwards. You know, you know, win-win. <laughs> but we want his glory and his presence. Amen. We want his power, and uh, <clears throat> that's what we're here today. That's what this, that this, uh, that's why this church and pastor put on this revival night because we want to be more alive towards God. Amen. We want our hearts to be burning more for God. We want our hearts to be aligned more with God. I read, I read this quote today that I plundered on today. Uh, it was something like this. Uh, I was, um, I'm keeping up with the, with the war that's happening in Ukraine and Russia, even though it's kind of dying down on the news, but I have some relatives still there. My grandma from my mom's side, my aunts and uncles, and a lot of um, minister friends there. I just came back. I'm ministering there a few months ago. Um, going back there probably... Uh, probably not this year but uh, even though they're inviting me to come back there again but in the beginning of next year if the Lord permits uh, and so keeping up with the war I've learned so much military lingo and you know uh, different things and and the Lord's given me a lot of revelations of, of spiritual warfare and and how you know how that uh, how those strategies could be applied in our spiritual warfare and so anyways with that being in mind with that background i was kind of reading through the news this morning and then i was reading some material and um, i don't even know who this person is but he said something like this you know in a physical warfare you hold the line right you're you're you're, you're holding the line if you're in defense right you're holding the line but in the spiritual warfare we are holding to be aligned and that that really resonated with me because the way we win spiritual battles is not by holding the line but being aligned with God having this connect this the direct connection with God this alignment with God and that's the way we overcome are you with me amen and so I just kind of want to drop that for you, write it down, meditate on, on that. Um, that was something I was meditating on today. But also today I just kind of took a drive uh, around the city and um, <clears throat> saw your beautiful city. And it's, it's truly is beautiful. Um, and, and the people in it. And uh, I was just kind of praying in my heart and meditating. I said, God, these people deserve to be saved. This city needs to be redeemed. And I know... And I know for a fact that, that you as a church and these pastors and leaders, God have placed you in this location uh, for a reason. 
and I, I love the heart of pastor when we were talking the first day he asked the Lord like Lord where do you want uh, where do you want me to go uh, and I want to go to some place that is challenging uh, I don't know if that was a smart prayer but yeah I know prayers like this God answers like this <laughs> says I want to go to a place that has the most need there's challenges that I can be the light there and I, I know for a fact that God has you here for a reason your family your church um, and um, tomorrow if, if God will permit I just want to release something that the Lord put on my heart about your church and, and just kind of declare over that together as we gather tomorrow um, so that uh, you can continue to fight good fight of faith like Apostle Paul says to Timothy according to the prophecies that have been spoken over you and so because I believe that within the next three years God's about to break something new within your life and your church and there's things will not be the same in Jesus name so um, but that's for tomorrow <laughs> today <clears throat> I want to talk on the topic of deliverance teach a little bit <clears throat> and then I want to minister and pray the theme of this conference is revival but um, it's hard to have revival when things are holding you back Apostle Paul says run the race uh, put all those things that easily ensnare us trap us hold us back so watch we can run the race right and I know every person you hear if, if you've given your life to Jesus deep down in your heart you want to do more for God you want to be more for God you want to be on fire for God you want to evangelize more disciple more and do this but there are things in our life despite of our desire like Apostle Paul says I do things that I want to do and I don't do things that I, uh, I, I do uh, and I don't do things that I need to do right and so there there's these enemies that we fight one of it is our flesh we were born with it it's it's, it's carnal carnality right and Bible says that spirit and flesh constantly at war but there are other enemies spiritual entities that also contend for our attention contend for our fire for God they try to hinder and stop our relationship with God our growth they came to they come to steal kill and destroy as Jesus said and one-third of Jesus's ministry was to bring freedom deliverance to the captives and for many many years sanctuaries church have been deceived by the doctrine of demons that Christians cannot be demon, uh, under demonic influence and so for hundreds and hundreds of years church abandoned the practice of praying for deliverance and casting out demons as a matter of fact if you go in the church history those of you that have uh, gone to, to to seminary and college one of the distinguishing facts about Christians was the fact that they were driving out demons because it was unlike any other thing that they've seen that they've seen the mark of Jesus's ministry was setting captives free and, and delivering and so today I want to this topic is is, is is vast and me I can spend five days talking to you about this topic and and breaking down all, all, all different things and nuances and, and and what is a curse and how it comes and demons and their job and who are the demons and and um, you know are they fallen angels are they disembodied spirits a whole bunch of there's, there's a lot of different things around it I'm just gonna stick to 
very basic today and I'm gonna hopefully show you through the scriptures that freedom is for the children it's children's bread and if there is any area in your life that is under bondage under influence that today we're gonna pray so that the Lord can set you free so that you can run that race for him the way you're intended to run without any ensnarement I don't know if that's such a word English is my third language so pardon me without any snares holding you back without any entrapments without any chains pulling you back so that you can be free running after Jesus fulfilling his will in your life growing in relationship with, with him and and, and living uh, the life that God has intended for you in Jesus name amen okay Judges chapter 6 verse 1 <clears throat> says this then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord so the Lord delivered them into the hands of Midianites for seven years <clears throat> uh, that was Judges chapter 6 verse 1 I believe in taking notes your pastor is a note taker I see that so you better copy and uh, uh, what's Apostle Paul says to Timothy uh, imitate me right as I imitate Christ so you better imitate your leader in this aspect note takers are history makers uh, and uh, the rest you know so anyways I don't want to make you feel if you don't take notes maybe you have a very good memory I don't so I have to write things down and then even when I write it down I forget what I wrote it down <laughs> anybody has that problem <laughs> okay thank God for a searchable notes <laughs> uh, before it was searchable it was um, I know I wrote it down somewhere but where but anyways back to the scriptures Judges 6 right I want you to write this first thing down is that sin leads to bondage sin leads to bondage <clears throat> see the problem with sin first and foremost is that it offends God it puts us it 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 it, it separates uh, us uh, from God it puts us in the place where it grieves God <clears throat> and um, the second thing that sin does it opens a legal right it gives demons legal right to influence effect enter into your life <clears throat> see when God given uh, when God gave us Ten Commandments he didn't give us the Ten Commandments because he was bored and he's like what is the ten things I can do to make their life difficult he gave us the Ten Commandments so that we would have order in society, you know, because if everybody's running around, killing each other, stealing from each other, you know, taking each other's wives and possessions, all this stuff, you know, you're not going to have a structure in society. So I'm not saying this is just the only reason, but I'm going to point it out. So there are multiple reasons why God has given us <clears throat> the Ten Commandments. But one of the main reasons I believe why God has given us these spiritual laws, these commandments, so that we would be protected from demonic influence in our life because sin opens the door to demons to operate it gives them legal right to steal kill and destroy as Jesus says in the scripture because assume this this is when we are walking with God, this carpet right here, we're walking with God, we are in God's territory, we are under God's grace. When we're there, we're protected, we are uh, 
everything is well with us but when we step out assume this carpet is God's territory and this is not we step out from God's territory onto enemy's territory well now he has access to your life he begins to attack your life he begins to send sickness he begins to send all kinds of uh, thoughts into your life doubt fear anxiety lust he begins to attack you all kinds of different ways whatever he has access to and so this is why one of the main reasons why God has given us his Ten Commandments and he said listen if you live your life right here you're gonna be blessed you can be prosperous you're gonna be protected so when we allow sin into our life it opens the door to demonic influence into our life <clears throat> let me share this thing you might agree with it you might not but my experience says that this is the goal of Satan Satan's goal is not just to make you sin but to get you into bondage because he knows there's grace there's the blood of Jesus there's forgiveness so for him to get you to sin is 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 only the first step into into you going into his direction sin is not his goal sin is his tool to get you into bondage are you with me now he wants you to sin don't get me wrong but his sin is not his end goal he wants to get you into bondage and behind every bondage is demon behind every bondage there is demon so in this story of judges Israelites I want you to notice that Israelites are God's people they're in the covenant with God just like you and me we're in the covenant with God you say well there was an Old Testament no they were looking forward to the cross through sacrifices just the same way as you and I looking back to the cross Bible says by faith these men were saved right in Hebrews so in a similar way just like you and I we are children of God and we're in a covenant with God but when Israel is they left the ways of the Lord specifically when they went to serve other gods God said hey you want them go ahead and have them see what they'll lead you to and every single time they begin to worship foreign gods they were either killed off or taken into bondage okay so behind demons behind bondage there is demons <clears throat> verse uh, Judges 6 verses 8 if you just go down there a few verses down the Lord sent the prophet to ch children of Israel who said to them thus says the Lord God of Israel I want you to notice they are in bondage they are serving uh, they're doing these sinful things they're they're even worshiping other idols but he still calls them my children he says I'm your God God is always there to redeem he's always there with open arms he sends his prophets he says listen I'm still your God come back to me and I will deliver you out of bondage I will set you free you see what these gods do to you you see what you when you serve them what what is the outcome come back to me so 
we see that you can be a child of God but you can still be afflicted you can still be afflicted <clears throat> um, oftentimes people get confused with with well if you're a Christian if you are if you're a believer Holy Spirit lives inside of you how can you um, how can you be under demonic influence how can you have a demon uh, joking I say it's all things are possible to those who believe uh, but uh, that's not an explanation uh, that that I believe uh, that that uh, I want to give you today um, <clears throat> I believe first and foremost that Christians cannot be possessed by a demon because possession means control or ownership. Bible clearly says that this, we are sealed by the Spirit of God until the day of the redemption. So we are owned by Him. We're not our own, Bible says. Okay. But a Christian can come under demonic influence. And so with that in mind, I want to kind of give you an understanding of how demons can influence somebody. So I want to talk, uh, I want to um, come from this point. So um, I, I'm, uh, let's, let's start from here. I have so many notes I'm just trying to see which ones <laughs> so um, Bible says this we do not talk about triune and salvation and just, just bear with me for a second Bible says that our spirit is saved right on a day of our salvation for by grace have we been saved through uh, through faith Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 so Holy Spirit now lives in our spirit Okay. our spirit is alive made alive unto God and this is where Holy Spirit lives he lives in our spirit Bible says that our soul is being saved are you with me so it's progressive our spirit is already saved our soul is being saved Paul Apostle Paul talks in Corinthians says those who are being saved that was 2nd Corinthians chapter 2:15. he also said in Philippines work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you that was that's in Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 and 13 so wait are we saved or are we being saved both our spirit is saved our soul is being saved meaning it's being transformed and renewed into the image of Christ if we allow it it's being sanctified this salvation happens in our soul by the renewing of our mind renewing of our emotions and our freedom of will and this part happens while we on earth now our body okay by a Bible uh, God does not disregard any part of our being he cares about spirit, soul, and body. He created these three things. These three things he intends to redeem. But our body, Bible says, it shall be saved. So it's in the future. Okay. So our spirit is what? Is saved. Our body, uh, our, our soul is being what? Being saved. And our body 
will be saved on the day of the coming of the Lord of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? We see in Romans chapter 5, uh, five verses 9 through 10 says that we shall be saved. I'm just going to drop scriptures quickly for you. Um, and so uh, we see, because if you don't understand these scriptures, if you don't understand the triune and salvation, these scriptures will make, se make no sense to you, be confused. And there's many uh, false doctrines that came out of it as, as, we, as if that uh, we're not saved by grace, but we need to work out our salvation as if the, the salvation is, is, is by works. But we know that we're saved by grace. So when you understand these three elements, it, these scriptures make sense then what apostle paul and what scriptures are talking about you know being saved uh in uh soul being uh, being saved and then our body is going to be redeemed and saved as uh lord jesus christ comes back so now that you we have this framework established holy spirit lives in our spirit our our soul is being saved and our body will be saved demons they influence our soul and our body they can't touch our spirit because our spirit belongs to God now we're married we're fused together with him in our spirit we have the perfection of Christ we're perfect in our spirit Bible that's where Bible says that we have the mind of Christ it's in the spirit because if we had it in the, in, the, in in our soul we have we would have been perfect <laughs> We would have been a hundred percent like Jesus so in in our spirit we have full revelation of God we have all the knowledge of God and this is why sometimes when you read the Bible and we get enlightened or we get the revelation right you know what happens what you know in the spirit your soul aligns in that area and we're like oh my gosh this is it I see it now your soul just aligned with the spirit that already has the mind of Christ that already knows the full scripture and that our soul our mind finally catches up to the be, be, being renewed They're like oh I see what scripture is saying here and we call it revelation does that make sense okay so we're a triune being and um the part, the part uh, of the part, because one of the biggest thing, one of the biggest questions that, that people often have in the ministry of, of deliverance says, okay, well, if, if you have the Holy Spirit, how can you have an evil spirit? Um, and, and they'll uh, bring scriptures like, well, how can light and darkness be together? And first of all, they're taking context uh, uh, scripture out of context it's not does not speak about demon or the Holy Spirit in that case or they say how can sweet and bitter waters flow out of the same place or they would say um, um, for example let's go back to the scripture it says that the light lightness uh, light and darkness cannot be together the context of the scripture actually is speaking about marriage it does not it's not speaking about um, a person being under demonic influence it says not to be equally yoked it really is uh, speaking about the whole context of the scripture is about marriage not about demonic influence okay and so when people bring up the scriptures they just don't they don't understand the context of it and 
even then it says they should not be equally yoked but how many of us know people christian people that got married to non-christian or even other religions okay just because we should not do it that doesn't mean people actually not do it okay so that is completely different context and when we sin when we allow sin in our life it opens a door for demons to torment to influence to entice us to harass us either in our body or in our soul but our spirit stays intact and married to the spirit of god the bible says until the day of our redemption are you with me okay does that make sense okay so world sozo means salvation for the soul body and spirit we are triune beings and our sin affects the whole person sin does not just make our spirit dead but also brings sickness poverty and oppression it would make sense for salvation to affect our whole entire body, uh, our whole entire being it is important to keep in mind the word sozo it's a greek word sozo means to save deliver protect preserve rescue from danger we see that in matthew chapter 1 verse 21 that word sozo refers to being our sins being forgiven in matthew chapter 9 verse 22 word sozo speaks about the woman that received healing so that so same word sozo was used for for salvation for healing and in luke chapter 8 verse 36 the man uh, that was delivered from demons that word sozo was also used so word sozo which means salvation it encompasses our entire being it brings salvation to our soul to our spirit also it brings healing to our body and as well as freedom to our soul I want you to go with me to uh, Matthew chapter 15 verse 26 I'm gonna finish with that it's a Syrophoenician woman who was begging Jesus for uh, to deliver her daughter and Jesus said this it is not good to take children's bread and throw it to the dogs this woman who Bible says her daughter was severely demon-possessed comes to Jesus she's begging for what for deliverance and Jesus says that it is not good to take the bread what is the bread what is he, what bread is he referring to deliverance freedom because what, what bread was she asking for deliverance in the context of the scripture right he says it is not good to take the bread of deliverance from children and give it to the dogs I mean first of all it's pretty offensive you know if, if a pastor came up today and said that like, yeah yeah no you're a dog you know this doesn't belong to you <laughs> we will all be really offended you know but what Jesus here is referring to to the bread the bread of deliverance he says it belongs to children deliverance and freedom belongs to his children to you and I 
But after the time, even if we accept this fact that children of God could be oppressed by demonic spirits and they need freedom, we think in the context of this scripture, her daughter was severely demon possessed. So we're thinking like if that's the way I, you know, I came up pretty traditional church, things like supernatural things and deliverance was not very much seen. Well, deliverance was a little bit, but it was always done in the back room somewhere. Nobody knew what happened and nobody knew. Uh, and it, it was, it was a kind of a taboo thing. And, but anytime I thought of, of deliverance, I was thinking of some like witch doctors, warlocks, like these horrible, horrible people, serial killers. These are the people. If they come to Jesus, they need deliverance. But me, fourth generation Christian, third generation minister, I'm pretty solid. I'm pretty good. Like, I'm going to go help others to be set free. Right? And so when I thought of, even when I accepted the fact as I begin to learn more about deliverance that, you know, bread of deliverance belongs to the children. I'm like, yes, it's to those that are like severely demon possessed. It's the ones, maybe you guys seen some of them walking on the streets, talking to themselves and, and like being all crazy and all that stuff. Like, yeah, those, they need deliverance from demons. But we get affected and influenced demonically a lot more than we think we are because we have a carnal nature because a lot of the things in our life has yet to be redeemed and aligned with the nature of Christ and some of those things in our with our with our own will with our own choices we open the doors to those things and some of them were passed down from our family and our past generations the things that they were struggling with now we're struggling with and we're saved we love the Lord but from time to time these snares these chains pull us back we take three steps forward two steps back with the Lord we take three steps forward in this area in our life and then we feel like right at the point of breakthrough things just fall apart and I'm not, I want you to understand this message is about deliverance. So I'm, I'm not able to bring great balance to this whole thing. I'm not saying there's no need for, for discipline in life. I'm not saying there's no need to exercise our will with choices and all that stuff. All of this stuff is, has its place. We need to be disciplined. We need to be uh, mindful of the choices we're making and all that stuff. But I'm talking about... Uh, right now about specifically deliverance in the areas in our life that we already have allowed the enemy's influence over our mind some people are sitting here you're fighting intrusive thoughts and you just like I just need to think positive I just need to think positive but the more you try to think positive the more you fall back into your old ways some of you find a certain addictions in your life and maybe you have you know, you'd conquer them for a couple of months and then something happens and then bam, you slip right back into it. Some of you, uh, I was talking with a person yesterday, says the moment I open the Bible, I begin to read 
doesn't matter if I just woke up and I had plenty of sleep and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tired. The moment I started to read the Bible, I start falling asleep. And there are things that demons got access that they're holding on to and they're hiding in our life and they're not allowing us to move forward in the area of finances, in the area of relationships, in the area of, of uh, our, our, our walk with God. And today, God wants to redeem these areas. And He wants to set you free so that you can run after Him with your full strength and your full focus. Um, like I said, I grew up in a Christian family, uh, in a missionary field. And, um, you know, taking taking pride in the fact that you know, fourth generation Christian and, and you know third generation I'm third generation minister my dad was a minister in the minister's family so when I begin to learn about these things I kind of always was learning because I was already also in the ministry I'm learning these things so I can it's those people I, I, so that I can help those people but there's area in my life that I consistently was struggling with growing up as a teenager and um, even though already being in the ministry being with the Lord this particular area was area of, of lust in this in the young age age of I don't know maybe 11 or 12 I got exposed to pornography by some uh, person some guy that brought a uh, pornography magazine to school so we all thought it was kind of funny we we're looking through it you know hey look it's cooties you know girls have cooties you know we still didn't understand anything but little did I know that was an open door even though as maybe innocent and I was just kind of peeking with the crowd because it was like a group of boys are peeking I wasn't really looking but kind of peeking but those images kind of got burnt in my in my mind and that opened a door in my life to the spirit of lust and then and then as I begin to live my life and continue my life that was something that uh, that I begin to struggle a lot with throughout high school um, moving to America, internet is widely accessible everywhere. That was one of the things that was just plaguing my life. And then when I begin to get serious with the Lord after about about age of 15, 16, just really pursuing the Lord, and I just uh, bringing these things before uh, before the Lord, and and then when I would fall fall into this, I'd come to my pastor, I'd confess and say, pray for me, pray for me, and I'll be good for three, four months, and then and then. Um, you know in the moment of weakness uh, we, uh, again would fall into it and then again go back confess get prayer apologize to my pastor apologize uh, uh, say sorry to God I'll never do it again and then and then every two or three months would be once I kind of got this area seriously so that I would kind of pursue purity in my life I'll be falling back uh, into it and and the thing is that I was noticing that was that that when I begin when I begin to realize that it's not that I'm just fighting flesh but it's a spiritual thing is because when I, when I noticed like the moment I was home alone there's nobody home and here I'm sitting with the computer it's like a flood of thoughts begins to fill me like I could be thinking about a thousand other things but as this flood of thoughts begin to flood me images from the past sexual images like open in uh, open uh, computer open online and go and it's like it was almost like this impulsive drive that was driving me that I couldn't 
contain it, I'd have to exercise a great amount of discipline or actually I would have to physically walk out of the house and go and do something physically else so that I would not have to, would, would not fall into that temptation and, and would not fall into that sin. And so, um, struggled with that for quite a few years then coming to learn about deliverance again I'm thinking like okay I just need more exercise exercise more uh, free will I just need to I have uh, on, on the phone at that point uh, it was right there when the iPhone came out I have this uh, accountability software on a computer I have accountability software but you know in this area if it's under the, uh, if that area you're not free in that area you're under demonic influence you will demons will find a way for you to see it one time I was in Barnes and Nobles this you know going through the books and I pick up this random book and I open to the random page and bam it's a naked photo in there just randomly like that and um, and so as I begin to understand more and more spiritual uh, world and I begin to understand as I begin to minister to other people in the same area and I hear their story and then I pray for them they get delivered and they're like oh my goodness you know I'm not struggling in this area anymore this and this and that and I'm like wait could it be maybe perhaps I also need freedom but then the other part of me no you just need more exercise uh, uh, more exercise of your uh, will you just need to make better choices you just need to uh, install more accountability softwares and you just need to do this and this and this and I had a bunch of those I had all of those but like I said, it's when, when you're not free in this area, you will find a way to, to go around it. And, um, and uh, there came a point and uh, I just began to cry out to the Lord. I said, Lord, I, I know I've been coming to you and asking you to forgive me all this time, but I really don't want to do this again. I really don't want this part of my life and I think I need freedom. And so for about six months, one day I'm like, yeah, I definitely need freedom. I need to, you know, go and, 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 and ask somebody to pray for me and to be free. And then the other day, like, no, no, it's not as bad of an issue. I just need to, just to try harder. No, I need the freedom. And, and I was like going back and forth, back and forth. And then the Lord kind of gave me a scripture from Psalms 91. Those who set their eyes on me, I will surely deliver them. And I was like, Lord, I love you with all my heart. I don't want this to be part of my life. I am in bondage and the moment I said those words that I am in bondage I realized that this area is plagued in my life I said Lord help me to be set free then a few months later I was in this ministry where we were ministry uh, we were um, uh, going to, in, in Africa and the ministry was mightily in deliverance uh, me and my wife there was there in a prayer line and we actually brought a, a group of people like 70 or 80 people uh, to that ministry they were also receiving prayer and so I was a coordinator of the group that was taking that, uh, those groups to that ministry for about five or six um, you know nine, three years three or four years at that point so people even though I, I wasn't a pastor at that time people already called me a pastor because I was the group coordinator and bringing and so but at that point I was so desperate for Lord's freedom I said I don't care what it will look like how it will look like whether i will manifest fully whether i'm just going to shake a little bit and these demons come out or nothing feel it i don't care how it's going to happen i just want freedom and uh the other thing was that was holding me back you know that ministry is international ministry they have anyway three to five million people watching their tv and everything gets broadcasted so i'm like well there goes that 
right? But I, I, I think that the Lord intentionally made it that way because He wanted me to humble myself before Him. He wanted me to be desperate enough for freedom then to hold on to my image for a brief moment in time. And I believe that it's better to even if you think you're going to be embarrassed, be embarrassed for a moment and have a lifetime of freedom than to hold on to that bondage, trying to protect your image and suffer all your life. And so the Lord helped me to get to that prayer. Like I was telling pastor the other day, he's like, wow, your journey, your, your, your story is incredible and it's amazing. I'm like, yeah, if I was less stubborn, probably would have been cut at least in half. And so it's just uh, my personality. My wife reminds me of, of that once in a while like twice a day <laughs> and um, but I finally gave in and I said Lord I just want freedom I re I'm tired of this bondage and um, the man of God uh, comes comes around there's about maybe four or five hundred people in the prayer line he comes around he's as he's coming to me I'm feeling this light and heat approaching closer and closer he's still about maybe like 25 30 feet away and as he's coming closer and closer and closer I feel this I feel this fire and heat that's approaching he becomes he, he he becomes so light that I can't even tell his face and as he puts his hand on me I be, begin to move involuntarily then the demon begins to speak out uh, and after a few moments I get delivered and free and then I go back home I was like okay well that was interesting and so and we goes two three and I'm I'm I remember one time I, uh, I was already married at the time uh, my wife left with some ladies to do to do her thing I'm sitting at home by myself with the computer just doing this rhythm rhythm things and then I realized wait a second I'm not getting this flood of thoughts and impulsive thoughts to do what a hundred percent every single time just a couple months back would have been the case I'm like doing my thing googling research and reading and Holy Spirit just reminded me said see see the difference and I realized oh my gosh and it became I just to I, I don't even know how to put it in words I used so much I exerted so much energy mental energy and focus and discipline not to go that direction that when it when I was set free I was like is this how easy it is to live in purity I was shocked I mean of course you now you have to balance your eyes don't look places that, that that you shouldn't look and you know but it's just normal discipline things that was I was shocked because for so many years it was like I was compressing you know like that spring that you compress so so tight you hold it so tight and at moment of weakness when you can't hold it anymore it springs up into your face that's how it exactly was and now that spring was removed and I'm like oh my goodness for like six seven months I'm just like I'm I, I'm I'm literally shocked to myself that this is how easier it is to live a pure life to the point that I even got careless and then I fell back into uh, this whole thing and then I repented the Lord closed the door renounced this whole thing and said Lord forgive me for being careless and ever since then never went back to it so there is the aspect of discipline and things like that I'm not denying that that has to be there but that those thoughts those nagging thoughts those images constantly being produced in my mind 
It's like you can think about a thousand different things, but no, you have to think about this and only this and nothing else. And you can't even think about anything else. This is where you know that there is a demonic call on your life. Demons came to entice, harass. They came to, um, they, they, they're there to, to uh, manipulate your desires and your impulses, especially in the moment of weakness, to bring you down. why Jesus prayed in Matthew uh, Jesus taught his disciples to pray in Matthew chapter 6 verse 9 through 13 our father who art in heaven deliver us from the evil one now remember he's teaching his disciples saved ones deliver us from evil if there will be no need for deliverance for Christians he Jesus Christ will not tell us to pray that we should be delivered Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says and do not give place to the devil so wait Christian can give place to the devil because if you could not give place to the devil he wouldn't be saying don't give to me if you're Christian you cannot give place to the devil right because like I said when we open through sin we open the door to demons i'm not saying that if you sinned once that that's it right there in that moment demon and enters your life and begins to influence you it could be could be not it really depends on, 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 on uh, a lot of depends on, on your, on your mind your emotional stability your your well-being of your uh, of your inner person and all of that for some people one and done for some people but for sure, if you continue to stay in sin, it will 100% open a door to demonic influence in your life. And it's no longer going to be the choice that you make, but you are forced to make that choice from them. Um, and ever, ever since, ever since I received personal freedom deliverance, I understood what the difference between the two and my wife and I we begin ministering in the, in the, in the area of, of deliverance uh, in our church anywhere we travel anywhere we're, we're permitted to do that and now it's been oh, close to 15 years now 12 years we've been ministering in that capacity we've seen so many people set free so many people delivered um, and, uh, and and the Lord just been good to his people giving that bread of deliverance and he can give you that bread of deliverance today I don't want to I'm not here to tell you that hey you have a demon no I hope you don't uh, but I want you to ask Holy Spirit to examine your life and help you point out in the area that maybe perhaps there's bondage in that area listen there's no shame um, there's no shame uh, to anyone that doesn't make you a worst Christian. Okay, I was pastor's kid, third generation minister and, and fourth generation Christian. If, if I could have had things like this, then it opens a possibility for many people. 
but I ask you that you, will, you open your mind to it and ask Holy Spirit, is there anything that you want me to be free from? I'm going to give you a couple signs or a few signs that could potentially indicate that there is demonic influence in your life. If you were involved or your ancestors were involved in a cult or false religion, number two, extreme rest, restlessness in spiritual environments. Um, when, especially when the power of God means to come down during worship, during during prayer, uh, during, during during prayer or something like that, uh, I've seen people just oh, I need to go to the bathroom, and then it's like uh, oh, I need to get out and just kind of take a breather or, or something like that. Or like I explained, you know, the moment you begin to listen to some uh, spiritual things, you know, Bible uh, podcast, worship, open the Bible, start reading, you know, all of a sudden you begin to. Um, begin to fall asleep or you're starting into drowsy and you start distracted there's potentially could be a demonic influence in that area that you might need to be set free hostility towards deliverance ministry for intrusive thoughts and hearing voices in your head number five surges of violence anger self-harming and suicide no sometimes people like get angry and say oh and then come back to the apology say oh that wasn't me most likely it wasn't most likely in the moment of vulnerability in your emotions that demon took control of those emotions and amplified them 10x and you did not it wasn't you that was acting out in that anger and that thing when you came back to yourself you realize man i really messed up you're apologizing and um but that wasn't probably you you were probably manipulated and, and, and given in to that influence in that moment. Number six, constant, constant attack in your sleep with nightmares, sexual dreams, sleep paralysis. Bible says that to his beloved he gives sleep. Sleep, full night rest is your portion. Jesus said that Satan came to steal, kill and destroy. Still, he came to steal your rest if you're experiencing sexual dreams in your dream I know science says it's normal it's not normal every person that I've prayed for that had experienced sexual dreams sexual encounters having children giving birth to children in dreams having families in the dreams having a whole dream life um, that's a spiritual spouse and that's a spirit of lust working in your life you need freedom heaviness depression chronic fear um, Bible says there is a spirit of heaviness is actually Bible gives about seven I think seven or eight different names for for spirit for spirits and one of the spirits is a spirit of heaviness where your life might be okay there's nothing serious going on but you just can't be happy just constantly sad some people even physically feel the weight on uh, on their body on their shoulders um, spirit of heaviness depression fear fear of small places and all kinds of phobias and all kinds of things this is not your portion and it doesn't belong to you Jesus wants to set you free today Jesus wants to set you free you don't have to carry that he paid for that on the cross 
this is your moment, this is your day, this is your time to be set free. An intense desire and drive to, for defiled things. And the last one, number nine, there's more, I just kind of narrowed it down to these things. These kind of cover majority of the areas. Chronic sicknesses. Chronic sicknesses. Um, uh, either an incurable disease. Now I'm not saying that all diseases are demonically influenced. No, they could be biological. Um, you're not exercising proper hygiene, eating good food, doing all these things, you know, and, and uh, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not living a healthy life. You know, you don't blame a demon for it. Just start doing the proper things, and you'll be okay. But there are things that are demonic. Bible. That's one of the things that Bible actually call gives a name for the spirit. It's a spirit of infirmity. The woman was bound. Bible says that she was a child of Abraham. She was bound. So she was in the covenant with God. Bible says she was bound for 18 years and she could not lift herself up. And Jesus came and he didn't pray for healing. But he said, he, he commanded the spirit of infirmity to lift her. And the moment the spirit was lifted, she was able to straighten her up. That means the root of her being bent, hunched over, was not a physical, it was not anything biological or physical, it was a demon. I was sharing with the pastor, I'm showing him a video, a woman that I prayed for every when, almost every Wednesday, I have these prophetic um, services online at 6 p.m. And then after I give a message, I open up a Zoom and I pray for people, those that come in on Zoom as the Lord directs me to pray. And um, one time, it was two years ago, this woman came uh, to one of those meetings and the Lord gave me a very specific prophetic word. I said, there's a, there a woman here that sometime back with your family, you went to Mexico from U.S. You, based, you are in U.S. because I have people joining from various parts of the world. So from U.S. you went to Mexico. And in Mexico, you were given a necklace. After you got that necklace and you put on that necklace, spirit of infirmity, sickness begin to follow you. And ever since then, you were sick constantly. As a matter of fact, they almost died. And so she comes on. She begins to confirm that prophetic word. She says, yes, this is me. Me and my family went to Mexico for a vacation. We'd stop by some flea market or market there. And they were selling a stacking necklaces as those of you that know Aztec uh, Azteca is a, it's a, it's a um, uh, yeah second gods and it's all it's a, it's a cult it's a witchcraft and they were saying selling necklaces uh, Aztecan necklaces with their name with your you can put your name on it in, in their Aztecan language and they all got as a family her father being a uh, being saved and being spiritual he even told her he says listen I don't know I have a bad feeling about this but everybody in the family was getting it so she got it the moment she put on that necklace, she began to be sick all the time. One recovers from one sickness, goes to another. Recovers from this one, consistently sick. And then she get this rare form of cancer. It's like only a thousand people that's been recorded that had that form of cancer in the world. Okay. They literally do a surgery on her where they take out her skull and replace it with, I think, titanium or something. I don't, I don't know the details. And so I begin to pray for her demon begins to manifest she coughs it out she gets delivered and she says I feel lighter I feel I feel good thank you so much and done and I always wondered 
uh, our team usually like tries to get the name number and email to kind of follow up on them encourage them in faith see how the progress because uh you know we try to not just pray we want we pray and so we see the results and so but it was one of those things where we did not get did not catch her as far as like the name and her contact information and so two months ago uh, I'm sharing this testimony on a live stream as I'm saying I prayed for this woman this and that and this person in the chat says hey I know this person she's my friend she's like she's going around and testifying how ever since then she's been healed she actually just put out a video on YouTube here's the link it drops it in the link so after the service, I open the link. Sure enough, it's her. I recognize her, but she looks different. She looks alive. There's color in her face. She just looks vibrant because when she came on on, uh, on Zoom and I was praying for her and she was just bleak. You could see just death over her. And so I listened to the testimony. She she begins to testify how she did not believe in much in deliverance. Then she started uh, seeking the Lord uh, for healing. She went, you know, uh, learned about deliverance, uh, started learning about deliverance. And then she came on to this show uh, not show but the uh, stream with me how she received prayer and ever since weakness left her body and there's no more trace of cancer in her and she's been completely healed ever since I mean that's kind of one of the one of the extreme ones but I've prayed for people that had arthritis coming in the spirit that that was tormenting the bones twisting the bones to 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 leave and people just arthritis would leave again I'm not saying every sickness is from the devil but you'd be surprised how many of them are influenced one way or the other demonically and so um, so many stories to share but I want to get I want to get into into prayer with you and to pray for you and I don't know pastor how it would be better to do this I'm gonna do a mass prayer well I'm gonna have you pray alone with me right there in your seats but as we're going to pray and I already see some of you during even this message as I'm teaching you begin to experience the power of God and you know that you need freedom and and, and things you're already feeling things are already coming up and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pray together I'm gonna lead you to a, through a prayer of renouncing we're gonna kind of just broadly cover everything and um, because I won't have an ability to go with you one-on-one -on -one every single you know uh, for every single situation so we're just gonna go through together and cover broadly everything and then I'm gonna command any demonic spirits just generally as you're gonna be standing there to to leave your life leave your body leave your finances leave your business leave your health anything in anywhere they have their hand on and um, if anything begins to if you begin to sense something that 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 that's this beginning to coming up you might get very emotional I'm not saying if you're getting emotional that's that's a demon but if you begin to sense something uncontrollable something don't suppress it don't hold it back listen this is your day of freedom let the Lord do what he wants to do okay let the Lord we all hear a family of God and nobody here is gonna shame you nobody's gonna hear look down on you because maybe you know something happening or, or you're manifesting on the opposite we will be rejoicing the fact that Jesus Christ has brought you freedom because it's your portion so I want you to be open to the Spirit of God if you're suffering with any addiction smoking addiction alcohol addiction drugs 
medication. I know some people, so many people have prayed, have been addicted to medication. They would go to the doctor and falsify their condition so they can continue to receive the, the, the medication that, that made them high and relaxed and all that stuff. And you can't seem to drop it. Listen, today is your day. Whatever it is, the Lord has brought me here on assignment. He brought, he's brought me here for a reason. And the Lord wants to clean certain things up so because he's getting ready to take your church to another level and he wants people that are free that understand what it is to be free so they can help others to be free there's so many people around here they're just just under demonic influence in the whole state yeah, and you guys know it it's just under demonic people are, are zombified if there's such a word and he's chosen you to bring freedom to this generation but you must experience freedom yourself so that you can be bold about it saying listen oh i know what it is what it is to be free you can too be free and i'm going to pray with you and you will be free today in jesus name are you ready all right you can just sit close your eyes and i'm gonna repeat this prayers and you uh, i'm gonna say this prayers and you repeat it after me we're just gonna kind of cover things generally and then we're i'm gonna pray for you say this with me i break all generational curses spoken and unspoken on both sides of my family going back generations in jesus name i renounce every form of witchcraft all sorcery all divination and all occult known and unknown in Jesus name I renounce every ungodly soul tie and immoral relationship I repent and I ask for forgiveness for any sexual immorality in my past or my present I renounce all hatred all anger all resentment all rage all retaliation all unforgiveness and all bitterness in Jesus name I renounce any and all addiction to drugs and alcohol I repent for any substance legal or legal or illegal they I that I have allowed to keep me bound I rebuke and call forth every spirit behind that addiction in Jesus name I renounce all pride arrogance vanity ego disobedience and rebellion in Jesus name I renounce all envy jealousy and covetousness in Jesus name I renounce all fear unbelief and doubt in Jesus name now this was a prayer of renouncing now I'm gonna lead you in a prayer of forgiveness say Lord Jesus I repent for every sin that had opened the door to demons to influence my life 
to operate in my life forgive me Lord for my sin and my trespasses also forgive my generations in the past for their involvement in sin and allowing Satan and demons to enter their life we repent before you Lord I repent on behalf of my generations I seek your mercy and your grace thank you Lord amen to stay in this attitude of prayer and humility I commend every spirit that is here in this place that's tormenting God's people leave them now I command you come up and out from their body come out through their mouth in Jesus name every spirit of addiction I rebuke you I command you lose your grip and come out every spirit of fear anxiety and phobias you who tormenting God's people today is your day to leave now your time it is the time of eviction I'm serving you eviction notice by the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus right now in Jesus name go 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 leave their body leave their health leave their family leave their children leave their finances in Jesus name come out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ every spirit of anger and rage I bind you in the name of Jesus and I cast you out Jesus wants you to go Jesus wants you to leave their body go 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 up and out go in Jesus name fire of Holy Ghost Holy Ghost fire all over your body now demon you have tormented them enough today is your day to be tormented and leave receive the judgment of God by fire now for all the evil that you have done in their life Holy Ghost fire 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 all over your body right now you unclean spirit your time is over come up and out come up and out every spirit of anger and rage go every spirit of anger and rage go now 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 go 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 leave God's people every spirit of lust every spirit of lust tormenting God's people come up and out now leave them leave them up and out from their body leave out through their mouth now in Jesus name go 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 in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I come against every evil spirit of witchcraft occult any occult practices right now I take authority over you in Jesus name you have tormented their generations enough you have tormented them enough today I come here to execute the judgment of God on you by fire and to evict you from their body Jesus wants you out go fire the Holy Ghost fire the Holy Ghost fire the Holy Ghost receive the judgment of God and go fire the Holy Ghost fire the Holy Ghost go 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 leave God's people leave God's people leave God's people leave them leave them now go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ up and out up and out up and out up and out in Jesus name in Jesus name go 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 you don't belong here they don't want you in their life in their body 
you are disarmed and defeated right now by the power of the name of Jesus we overcome you by the blood of Jesus and a word of our testimony right now go 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 in Jesus name go in Jesus name every spirit of bondage that brings addictions to any substance right now I command you up and out up and out leave God's people leave God's people the torment has ended today because you're leaving them now go 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 up and out up and out up and out in Jesus name be released in the mighty name of Jesus be released in the mighty name of Jesus Christ be released in the mighty name of Jesus Christ be released in the mighty name of Jesus Christ out of their body out of their mind out of their soul father let your angels right now roam around this room and expel every darkness every contrary spirit to yours to set your captives free to set your children free now 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 be free be free be free be free be free be free in Jesus name be free in Jesus name I break off every generational curse from your mother's side from your father's side everything that they struggled with all the demons that they have opened doors to right now I rebuke that spirit that's been passed down to you from generations it's not your portion as a child of God the bread of deliverance belong to you be free in Jesus name up and out 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 come out out of their bodies now come out up and out of their mouths in Jesus name go 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 leave them leave them in Jesus name leave them in Jesus name leave them in Jesus name as I'm praying I know that the Holy Spirit is doing work some of you might be feeling anxious some of you might even feel something like moving in your stomach you might feel um, nauseated or even like even a desire to leave this place listen that's Spirit of God is provoking those demons that have been hiding that I want to be discovered don't suppress anything don't hold anything back don't protect those that don't protect you those that destroy you let Holy Spirit do his work in order for you to receive surgery you have to take off your clothes Holy Spirit wants to surgically remove that evil out of your life but you have to be vulnerable you have to let yourself be open to the Spirit of God and what's happening right now in Jesus name there is already few of you that receiving freedom receiving freedom but I know there's more of you that, that you, you're afraid and that fear is not even actually yours it's the demon that is afraid to be cast out don't let that hold you back in Jesus name in Jesus name be gone out of their life be gone out of their life be gone out of their body in Jesus name in Jesus name every spirit of infirmity every spirit of infirmity every spirit of sickness every demon that is behind their sickness and their pain right now I take authority over you and I command you out out in Jesus name come out in Jesus name come out of their body come out of their body go 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 up and out up and out up and out up and out every demon right now that's tormenting their body in Jesus name by sickness I commend you out in Jesus name 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Go, 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 go. Go in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for the power in your name. I thank you that no demon can stand against your name. I thank you for the power in your blood. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command every demon that, that, that's holding and tormenting reproductive organs. Causing painful monthly cycles, excessive bleeding, endometriosis or anything, any, any issues around reproductive organs. Right now, I commend you up and out, up and out, up and out, come out of their stomach, come out of their stomach, come out of their body, in Jesus' name, go, 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 take your pain, take all the garbage you've brought into their body, and give back everything you've stolen, and come out in Jesus' name, go in Jesus' name, go in Jesus' name, go in Jesus' name, go, come up and out, go, 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 today is the day of freedom, today is the day of freedom, Today is the day of freedom. Go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for setting your people free. Thank you, Lord, for setting your people free. Thank you, Lord, for touching your people. Thank you for ending their suffering, their pain, and their bondage. Today is the day of freedom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. If this message inspired you and helped you, we would love for you to hit like, subscribe, or share it with someone today. Until next time, have a great day.